0: Hey friend, welcome back to Bible Tract Echoes. I'm Michael McCurry, your host. Thank you so much for listening today. You know, I heard a wise man say some years ago. I've probably repeated this phrase more than just about any other, but he said this, "The decision to follow Christ cannot be made as a group." I'll say that again. Let it really sink in. I had to repeat it to myself a few times when I first heard it. The decision to follow Christ cannot be made as a group. You see, God doesn't really work through committee. He works through singular men and women. Or should I say a man and a woman. Now, men... Women, they can inspire, they can lead, and men, of course, can lead movements and machinery and all these types of things, but we must be careful because the more bureaucracy that is involved, movements often become monuments. They become decrepit. They fail. God doesn't work through committees like he works through singular men and women, and that is a point that Doctor Paul Levine begins to drive home through a message from many years ago that you are going to have the privilege of hearing today, right here on none other than Bible Tract Echoes. I welcome you in. Let me say how much I appreciate you listening. We have so many people, so many not only uh, passive listeners. We thank you, thank God for you as well. But we have so many active listeners that tune in, wait, wait with abated breath, but also communicate a little bit. In all sincerity, if you ever have a question, a comment, a criticism, a concern, or anything else that starts with a C or a Q or anything like that, feel free to shoot me a text. I would love to communicate with you. You can text me right now at 309-316-7240. In all seriousness, I want to hear from you. I'm a, I'll be honest, I can be a little bit of a busy person sometimes, but you communicating with me lets me do what God has called me to do. I was not called to serve him in a vacuum. I love communicating with people. Text me at 309-316-7240. Now, tune your ears because Dr. Paul has some great stuff for us today.
1: For example, when God wanted to A boat built when the flood was going to come. He didn't get a committee together and say, now, talk it over and vote on it to see how you're going to do this. He called a man and said, Noah, you're going to build this ark. And God didn't have to do it that way. God could have spoken the ark into existence. He spoke the whole universe into existence. He said, let there be light, and there was light. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He just spoke the word, and it was all there. Now, he could have said, let there be an ark. And instantly that ark could have stood there. He could have said, let all the animals be in there. Zingo, all the animals been there. But instead of that, he called a man to do it. It took him over a hundred years to get the job done. But God works that way through men. When God wanted to uh, build a portable tabernacle that the people of Israel had with them in the wilderness, he could have spoken the word and said, let there be a tabernacle, and it would have stood there. Instead, he called Moses up on a mountain, gave him the blueprint, and he said, now you build it according to this blueprint. When God wanted to save a whole city and send a great revival, he could have He could have called a committee together and said, you go up there and investigate and and go to it. No, sir. He called a man, and that man was Jonah, and uh, that's the way God has always worked. When God wanted to save a family, God called one of the members of that family, Joseph, and through Joseph, his whole family was saved. By the way, what about your family? Maybe some of the members of your family are on the way to hell right now. And if they die, they're going to burn in hell forever. And God's looking for somebody in your family to save, through which he can save your family. And maybe you are going to be that Joseph. See, not only that, when God wanted to save a whole nation. The whole nation of of, 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 of Egypt from starvation. He, cho- he chose that same man again. And his name was Joseph. Okay, So God is looking for men, and God is looking for women and young women. Now listen to this statement. You can either obey God and discover what he will do through you, or you can disobey God and spend the rest of your life wondering what God would have done through you if you'd had sense enough to obey him. Now I'm going to do that again, because that's worth remembering. You can either obey God and discover what he will do through you, how he will show his power through you, or you can disobey God and spend the rest of your life wondering what God would have done through you if you had obeyed him. Now, what kind of a man and woman is God looking for anyway? He's looking, he's looking for a certain kind of men and women. God selects them, he chooses them. Not everybody, see, he doesn't choose everybody. Some will never make it. Some don't never amount to anything. Some not even interested. Some young people could care less whether God chose his power through them. They'd rather suck on a cigarette. They couldn't care less whether God chose his power through them. They'd rather have their beer bottle. They'd rather have illicit sex. They'd rather run with the crowd. They'd rather read their dirty magazines. They're not interested in God's power through them. They'll never make it, but God selects. From the teeming millions of teenagers your age, God selects the right young man and the right young lady to accomplish the right job. You see, God has a certain job for a certain man. Not all men can do the same kind of work. I couldn't run a camp like this. I couldn't be a pastor. I'd run out of sermons in about two weeks and I wouldn't have anything to preach. And the deacons all fire me. See, so I, I I can't be a pastor. I couldn't. I couldn't run a camp like this. I could never run a rescue mission. Just about everything I couldn't do. But anyway, God has certain tasks for certain men, and God doesn't want everybody to do the same thing. And so He calls some to be pastors, some to be evangelists, some to be Bible teachers. So God chooses the right man for the right job. God's got some sense. He doesn't choose the wrong man for, for, uh, for a job. No, sir. He chooses the right man for the right job. And then he's got for you, young man, for the right man for the right job. He's also got for you the right wife. You see? And because you say, well, uh, well is that important? Of course it's important because the Bible says that your wife, Adam's wife, was his help meet. That means a helper fit for him. And so, if God has a certain task for you, he has a certain wife to help you with that task, and she's going to be your helper who is fit for the job that she's to do with you that you're going to do for God. So God selects the right man, and he selects the right job, and he selects the right man. You see, you're special. You're special. You're right at that age. You're not only a special person, you're at that special age. You're at the age when God gets them. And so, you're special to God. Yeah, and so, you are a specific young man. And don't dream about what I'm talking about now, and don't let your mind wander. You are a specific young man for a specific job, and for you God has a specific wife to help you there. And to get in the will of God and do the will of God, boy, that's where the joy is, young folks, and that's where real success is. So. God's looking for the young man, the young lady who'll say, all right, I'll dedicate my life and my talents to you. You see, your talents aren't any good unless they're dedicated. We've heard from some young people today and through the week who have talents. Now, uh, isn't it a tragedy when talents go to waste? When man, well, a man can sing beautifully and he sings in a saloon instead of singing for God. When a guy like Perry Cuomo or or a guy... Oh, I can't name the guy. I don't know him that well. But uh, some of these worldly singers—it's a tragedy, isn't it—that uh, that they didn't get saved and are singing for God. Now, you've got talent, some you. Can play, you can sing, you can toot a horn. You see, you've got to get the gab. You can talk a blue streak. You'll make a good preacher someday. And uh, so, what are you going to do now with your talents? See, your talents will go to a waste. You're no good to God unless you become dedicated. You have to be dedicated to God. D.L. Moody. D.L. Moody founded the great Moody Church and the, the Bible Institute, and D.L. Moody was young, he was your age, and he couldn't talk too well. He stammered when he talked. And one day in a, in a meeting, he got, gave his testimony, and the deacon said to him afterwards, he said, the different ways you can serve God. You can serve God by preaching and singing and, and by giving and all of that. But he said, I think the best way you could serve God would just be to keep still. And yet, that young man, who was told that by a deacon, heard somebody say that God was still looking for the man. Still, the world was still waiting to see what God could do through a man wholly dedicated to God, and D.L. Moody said, I'll be that man. And you know, God took that stammering tongue, oh, I like this young folks. you think you've got impediment somewhere along the line, you think you've got limitations, you think you can't do anything, you can do whatever God wants you to do, see? Whatever God wants you to do, that you can do. And God wanted this fellow to preach, even though he stuttered and stammered. If God wants you to preach, you can preach, and if you do stutter and stammer, you'll either stutter and stammer while you preach, or God will take the stammering away from you. So what did he do? God unloosened that tongue, and he preached with such power that he preached all many parts of the world, and one time he was preaching in in England, and uh, he didn't know English very good because he didn't have much schooling, and he was... Uh, he was preaching and one Englishman said to the other he said he is murdering the king's English isn't he and the other fellow says yes he is but he's breaking people's hearts with it too see alright so God showed himself strong and God showed his power through D.L. Moody because he was dedicated and not only you need to be consecrated but clean see clean stay clean you're clean well amen well stay that way Flee youthful lusts and stay clean, and if you've got any uh, uncleanness in your life, get rid of it, confess it, and forsake it, and get rid of it so that God can use you. The apostle Paul said, I'm afraid lest having preached to others, I should, I, Paul said, should become a castaway. That doesn't mean castaway in hell, not talking about salvation, talking about service. What Paul is saying, I can't trust myself. I can't trust myself, and he said, I'm afraid lest having preached to others, I become a castaway and thrown out and disapproved and thrown out on God's trash heap. He said, I can't trust myself. I've got to keep reading my Bible. I got to pray. I got to go to church. I got to avoid temptation. Uh, The Apostle Paul had to do everything that you and I have to do to stay clean and stay right.
0: Please, friend, do not live a life of regret. Do you know how much God wants to use you? Do you know how much he desires to make himself known in your life and through your life? Truly, if we're being honest, the best use we can have for the glory of God is to simply be a conduit, to simply be a reflection of his greatness, of his goodness, of his grace. Let me encourage you, friend, please don't be so wrapped up in a self-absorbed mind. Mindset that you think God can't use me. Oh, friend, He wants to use you. Will you make yourself usable? For him today. Dr. Paul Levine, this message from many years, decades ago, he is going to be concluding this thought on Bible Tract Echoes tomorrow. I'm excited about what we have to share on Thursday and Friday as well, but make sure to tune in tomorrow as Dr. Paul Levine continues this thought. Don't hesitate to reach out. The announcer will be on in just a moment telling you all the ways that you can get a hold of me. Remember, you can text me at 309 316. 7240 as always have a great day for his glory and god bless thank you for joining us today for bible track echoes a ministry of bible tracks incorporated if you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks you can contact us by calling 3098286888 Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.